0: to the Go Hard Chick podcast. This is your host, Crystal Holmes. And today I'm bringing you episode 40. I can't believe I'm 40 episodes into this podcast, this passion project of mine. And I know, I know Go Hard Chicks. It's been a minute since I released an episode. I think the last episode I released was on April 11th. And that episode got a lot of social media traction, and just people blowing up my inbox, (laughs) if you will, asking about weight loss and just asking a lot of questions and wanting to know more. So I wanted to come back on here and answer some of those questions. And one of the big questions that I got was, what do I eat? They want to know what I eat. Y'all want to know what I eat. So, I'm going to jump into that today. Again, I know I took a little bit of a break. This is a passion project of mine, of course. I'm not making any excuses. But life, my day job, my kid just kind of drained me. But I will, I will report that I'm still in the midst of my cut, I'm doing a very slow cut because I've got a project at the end of the summer that I need to be ready for. And so I I do not, although I want my body <laughs> to be summer ready, what I don't want is to peak or to lose the weight too fast. And then I get to my project and I've gained the weight back or I can't hold the weight. You know what I mean? So this is a slow weight loss and I'm I'm trying to decide right now if I should just sit and maintain where I am right now. And I think the next episode I will talk about maintenance. So I'm trying to play around with that because I still have, I've got June, I've got July, I've got, I've got like three pretty much three months before my project, and I, I just don't want to peak too quickly. But all that being said, let's talk about what I eat. So at one time I in my life, I ate more of what many would consider a traditional bodybuilders diet. Well, I don't, I don't eat like that anymore. I don't consider myself a bodybuilder. That is not my goal. I will admit that that helped me stay lean and it helped me build muscle. But I, at this stage in my life, I want to eat healthy. So I've found the bodybuilding diet to be a bit limited and, I found, well, I had my own diagnosis since then, right? I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. So there are certain foods that I simply have to stay away from, which really, honestly, eating kind of like a bodybuilder's diet, I stayed away from those kind of foods anyway. And so what I mean by that, for folks that don't know, because of my autoimmune disease, I have to stay away from gluten. So that's basically all things wheat. I don't eat dairy or stay as far away from dairy as possible. I stay away from, I don't want to say hundred percent, but I significantly limit things like eggs. Okay. So I know you're probably thinking then what do you eat? Yeah, it, it can be a little rough some days, but I try to keep it. And I hate this term, but I try to keep it as clean as possible. So I'm just going to walk you through a typical day of what I eat. For breakfast, I, <laughs> I generally practice intermittent fasting. So most days I do not eat breakfast. On the rare occasion that I do, Like if I meet some friends for brunch or something, I mean, if I'm meeting you for brunch, we are eating out. So eating out is really, really challenging for me to find things on the menu that don't have wheat, that don't have cheese, that don't have eggs. So if I eat out or eat brunch or breakfast, I will have eggs. I might have an omelet with some veggies in there. You know, I don't eat any toast. I don't eat any grits. It's real simple. That's on the rare occasion that I do eat breakfast. Um, There was a time where I only ate egg whites. When I was deep into the bodybuilding world, I would eat, you know, an egg white omelet with some spinach thrown in there and some, uh, you know, season it up with a little missus dash and i would use uh onions for example i don't really do egg whites anymore i i've learned that fat is not bad <laughs> and this whole misconception about you know cholesterol in the egg I, that that is a misconception i'm not going to get deep into that right now but when i do i generally stay away from eggs like i said but on the occasion the very rare occasion that i eat eggs i i will eat the whole egg now realistically in my day-to-day life i am preparing my meals close to 100% of the time because there's no restaurant that i have really found that is completely what i need it to be it's unfortunate but you know i prepare my meals at home the typical day like i said i am practicing intermittent fasting i do a 168 fast so i do not eat until noon so lunch is typically my first meal of the day typical lunch things that i eat and these are similar things that i may eat for dinner too okay but for lunch in particular i like to eat a huge salad i like to get as many green vegetables in my body at lunchtime as I can. So a lot of times I will eat a huge mixed green salad um, or a spinach salad. I mean, I'm talking huge. I mean like five, six cups of vegetables, mixed greens. Okay. I will use a little... Uh, balsamic vinaigrette on there. I might use a tad bit of olive oil, but, you know, olive oil, if you use too much, you know, one tablespoon of olive oil is about 120 calories, all right? (laughs) I know this by heart. So if you're like pouring olive oil all over your stuff, those calories will add up. Anywho, I eat a huge salad. I love pickled onions. I put some pickled onions, red onions, on my salad. I tend to make my own pickled onions. I might put some, uh, I mean, my salads are really simple. So, I, you know, a lot of times, I, let me say this I don't like to cook. So I like to keep things simple. So I might just use the mixed greens, you know, or some spinach and throw in some, some, pickled onions and I'm done. That's all I put on there. Every now and then I'll, you know, I might add some tomatoes. I love cucumbers too, but I have a huge salad. I also will eat. I love salmon and a a newfound love that I have that I am just obsessed with is Arctic char. Now Arctic char is like a salmon. It's a very meaty fish it's fat, fat. I mean, you could, Oh, I am in love. So I go to my local farmer's market and once or twice a week, and I buy, you know, my fresh salmon, my fresh Arctic char. I do not get farm raised. I do not eat anything farm raised. Okay. Well, any fish, let me say that. No fish, that I purchase is farm-raised. So um, sometimes I'll get some trout. And yeah, these are, if you're really calculating and looking at, you know, how much fat you're eating every day, trout, salmon, Arctic char, these are fattier fishes. Okay. I'm, you know, if I were doing the strict bodybuilding diet, I would be eating tilapia and cod because those are white fish and they tend to have lower fat content. Well, I don't, I don't do that anymore. So I will take my Arctic char, for example, I might make four ounces of that. And I have an old school George Foreman grill. I put it, I season it up. I put it on my George Foreman grill. Five minutes is done. I plop that on top of my bed of mixed greens and I chop down. And that's that's basically what I eat for lunch. I sometimes get snacky during the day. So I do keep almonds in my home, in my purse. I, I eat almonds. I, Even though I'm not supposed to be eating this, because another thing I'm supposed to be staying away from is corn. But I'm just going to be honest with y'all because y'all asked me what I like to eat. I love popcorn. I am addicted to popcorn. However, I do not eat like your traditional microwave popcorn. I buy a popcorn called or buy lesser evil. It's minimally processed and it is so good. I mean, it's simple. It's just popcorn, olive oil, and a little uh, Himalayan salt. Boom. You could also make your own popcorn. I mean, there was a time when I would just pop it on the stove in a little bit of olive oil. I haven't done it in a while because I found less lesser evil, but I, I will snack on that from time to time. Dinner is a lot like lunch, except I may eat some chicken breast, for example, or I, I do love turkey. And I tend to get all of this from my farmer's market because I'm trying to buy... You know, the most healthy and humane, you know, clean, responsibly raised foods that I can find. So I do eat, you know, I will do some chicken breast and I keep it simple. I just chop up the chicken breast and cook it up in my skillet, season it up well. You know, I'll eat, you know, four or five ounces of that. I might have another big salad. Or um, I do, oh my gosh, I am in love with broccolini. I am addicted to broccolini. Last year, I was addicted to Brussels sprouts. <laughs> now I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of the Brussels sprouts, but I will eat some sauteed broccolini. Oh, it is so good. I just, um, I, I saute it in a little bit of olive oil uh, fresh garlic. So I will chop up a clove or two of fresh garlic and throw that in there. And let me tell you, that is some good stuff. So I try to eat heavy vegetables, if you will. Not heavy. I guess that's not the right thing. I eat more vegetables than I do, you know, fish or chicken. I try to eat between six and eight cups of vegetables a day. Now, some days I don't make it, but that's my goal. Those are my two main meals. I may eat, I mean, I'm eating more calories in those meals than some may eat, but that's because keep in mind, I'm not having breakfast because i'm in a cut i am tracking my calories i'm tracking my macros i'm doing all of that but my meals are really really simple um and and like i said i keep it that way because of my you know diagnosis i keep it that way because i don't like to cook i don't like to cook i just don't so if i can't prepare something in like 10 minutes it's probably not going to happen <laughs> And, you know, preparing a salad is super easy. You know, um, sautéing some broccolini is super easy. Broiling or, you know, a little bit of uh, Brussels sprouts, that's super easy. So, uh, you know, sautéing a little spinach, that's super easy. So I keep things simple and I encourage you know my clients and anybody and all of you to keep it simple too. This doesn't have to be, you know, a difficult thing and you can make tasty meals that are simple. You know, so that's what I eat. Of course, if I were coaching someone and they didn't have to abide by the restrictions that I have to, then you know, your lunch and your dinner may look a little different. You know, we may add in a little bit of rice. You might be able to eat, you know, some eggs. You might be able to eat something with a little wheat, even though I generally think we should all probably stay away from gluten. But that's not the topic of this podcast. You know, I do eat a little fruit too. Every now and then, when the mood hits me, I'll make myself, if I get snacky midday, for example, after lunch, between dinner, I'll make myself a nice smoothie. You know, I may throw in there um, some strawberries. I'll put in some spinach. I don't use any juice as a base. I try to use water because I don't want all that. I don't want too much sugar. But I, I may make up a nice little smoothie. And that's just one example of a smoothie. Um, and that's another way that I get in my daily vegetable requirement. So, and I, that's basically it. I drink coffee. So in the morning, when I get up, I I head to the gym. I go to the gym super early. When I get home from the gym, I'll make myself a cup of black coffee, <laughs> And I've been drinking black coffee for years. So it's that's what I prefer. It's a habit for me. I will uh, take whatever supplements that I'm taking that day in the morning. And the rest of the day, I'm drinking water. I don't drink soda. I mean, I haven't had a soda in years. I, you know, I'm not really... An alcohol drinker. I do love wine, but honestly, I haven't had wine in a minute. I try to stay away from all of that, anything that can be inflammatory. That's my personal goal, whether I'm trying to lose weight or not. I, I try to stay away from foods, drinks that contribute to or cause inflammation. And if we're honest, alcohol, contributes to inflammation. You know, sugary drinks, foods, desserts, that's inflammation. If we're eating bad vegetable seed oils, for example, your Criscos, your, you know, you name it, that contributes to inflammation. So because of this, this is a huge reason why I just prepare my meals at home. I may go to a restaurant, for example, there was an Indian restaurant that I was going to for a long time that I loved because they had a paleo option, right? And they would have um, chicken breast, a nice salad, and a riced cauliflower. That's another thing that I eat at home. I love rice cauliflower. But anywho, So I could order this and it was yummy and tasty. And then one day I thought about it, like, what vegetable oil are they using (laughs) to cook this chicken in and, and the riced cauliflower? And, you know, most restaurants are not using olive oil or coconut oil. I mean, they're using those toxic vegetable oils. So I had to stop going there. And I mean, I, I don't want y'all to think that I never eat out because I do, but it's, it's limited. Like I'm trying not to eat out every, like I was going to this place like every week, every weekend and I had to stop because I had to, I had to be real with myself and what I want, you know, my body goals and healing my body. And if I continue to go to places where I could potentially be eating food that's causing inflammation, that's that's not helping my body. Do I occasionally go out to eat? Yes. And when I do, I eat. I try to stay away from gluten as best as I can that's the main thing. But if there's cheese on something or an egg on something else, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I'm enjoying that dinner, for example, so I just eat it. But generally speaking, I prepare and, and eat my meals at home. I hope this episode was a little helpful about kind of what I do and what I think about. Uh, let me say this. I think Everybody's goal should be figuring out what works for them. It's a process. So if you know that you have some sort of diagnosis, for example, if you have diabetes, for example, you know, there's certain things you just can't be eaten. You can't eat the cookies. You got to stay away from the donuts, the ice cream. You got to stay away from inflammatory foods in general. You might not have to cut out eggs like I do, for example, but you know that there are certain things that you are gonna have to eat to manage or reverse your particular disease, if that's possible, okay? So you have to sit down and be real with yourself and kind of look at what things might be triggering, what things may not be triggering. And you, you gotta just dig in and do it. And I know life is hard. Sometimes I have to check my privilege Like I have, this is a privilege that I have that a lot of us have that we are able to prepare our meals like this at home. You know, a lot of people are super busy. They're working two and three jobs. They have kids and the best they can do every day is pick up fast food. So I try to be very cautious in what I say and you know, we got to try not to be judgmental of others because some people are just doing the best that they can with what they know and the time that they have. So you got to be gracious with yourself. You got to be gentle with yourself wherever you are in the process. I mean, there was a time when all I did was eat fast food too or take out because I like I said, I don't like to cook. I just don't. And it wasn't necessarily I didn't have the time. I just don't like to cook. And I didn't know how to prepare certain things easily and quickly. So this has been a, I don't know, 15 year learning process for me. So whatever you do, start where you are. Start making just small changes. Maybe you can't cook. Your lunch and your dinner every day. You know, maybe you just shoot to prepare dinner, or maybe you start with just carrying your lunch to work every day instead of eating, ordering whatever you, (laughs) you know, eat during lunch. You know, small steps, small steps, baby steps. And, you know, if you want and have the means you can always hire or seek the advice of a coach to help you you know because it's not it's not easy it's not easy i don't want you anybody to think you just jump right in and this is easy why can't you do it like this has been you know a challenge and and for me as i as my body changes as i get older you know things that ha, you know work for me 5 years ago for example they don't work for me now so it's a constant reevaluation of my body i i try to pay really close attention to how i respond to certain things am i bloated after eating this particular thing did i feel tired it's just really getting in tune with your body and like I mentioned before, because I'm doing this cut, I, regardless of whether or not I'm doing the cut, I generally eat the same. Okay. But because I'm doing the cut, I'm eating less. <laughs> Of what I normally would eat. And for example, I'm not supposed to be snacking on popcorn. I'm just not supposed to be doing that. And I have to limit my almonds because I can eat a whole big old bag of almonds. Like I love almonds. So I got to limit stuff like that. But this is generally what I eat. So go hard chicks. If you have further questions about this or any other episode, send me a message, an email, a DM. I'm glad to share more I think the next episode I'm going to record is going to be about maintenance. What do we do after we lose the weight? How do we maintain it? Because that's important. You put in a lot of work to to lose the weight. You don't want to get it back. You don't want to be on those yo-yo diets, those up and down roller coasters like we talked about. So the next episode is going to be all about maintenance. Thank you for listening, Go hard, Chicks. Take care.